G'day, what's up? It's Aiden Jones here. You're listening to Sitting Under a Tree for Tuesday, the 21st of December, 2021. Second last pot of the year. How about that? Um, sorry for sound. Sounds weird. I feel weird. Um, what's happening is my microphone, the cable's completely stopped working. Um, the next, in, a, in, in the ongoing, the thrilling saga... Of my fucking goddamn cunt technology. Um, so I'm not holding a microphone right now. The laptop is sitting in front of me on my bed. I'm at my mummy's house. Mummy! <laughs> um, I'm at my mum's place in Adelaide. And uh, I'm sitting on the bed. The laptop's sitting in front of me. I don't know if, like, any fidgeting is got. Wait, what? I'm just going to stop talking and fidget for a second and see if that makes it onto the... Oh, that looks good. <laughs> Fucking, that's that's the level of effort that I want to put into this podcast is like, I don't want to redo it. Like, I don't want to have to fucking, I don't want to ever have to do any editing or any like taking out of things or testing. I'll just test it all on the podcast. What does this sound like? Does it sound good? I'm just asking you guys rather than checking myself. <laughs> Oh, hands are free for a tea, but fuck, heady days. Oh, yumbo, big fat fucking greasy yumbo on that one. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so I landed in Adelaide on uh, Sunday night. What? Oh man, my mom actually just sent me a goddamn. Um, some, like, basically, the, so everyone who's landing in Adelaide is having to test. Well, I don't know what the fuck, I mean, I do know what the fuck is going on with tests. Everyone knows. I was about to say I don't know what the fuck is going on with the testing wait times at the moment, but that's not true. I do know what's going on. Everyone knows what's going on. Except the fucking people in the fucking government! <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun to get angry, isn't it? Um, so I landed. I, I went on. I landed on Sunday night. My flight was Sunday night, and so I was in Sydney. I was like, on Saturday, I'll go get a test. And Saturday was actually pretty chill. I went Saturday morning, which I thought was going to be fucked, but um, it was only like an hour. Oh, this was sick, actually. So I went to uh, the walk-in clinic near my mate's place where I was staying in Earlwood. And there was, uh, it was walk-ins were allowed, but like it was mostly cars lining up. So I got there and there's a bunch of cars lining up and then there were, there was like a lady, like an older lady sitting in a chair waiting. And then I was the next walk-in after her. So it was just me and her and then like, oh, sorry. And then a bunch of cars and, uh. So I'm, you know, sitting there waiting and I'm like, is this all good? And, and the, there was one, one chick working there. It was like a big tent and it was literally one, this fucking girl. She must have been like, I don't know, mid, late 20s by herself, just teeing up for a whole day of testing people, you know? So already that was insane. And, uh, 
and the cars are lining up and she's just got like a thing of water there. She's got all her PPE on. I mean, that must be just the most nightmarish to just show up at the start of the day. Probably no one's even there to just like, you know, go like, all right, you're here. You just rock up by yourself with a bunch of testing gear and then you just start testing people by yourself all day. I wonder, does anyone else come? Is there someone there, like a manager or something at the start of the day? I mean, I guess like in most other jobs, you can kind of get away with not doing it a little bit. But in a job like that, where everyone's pissed off and they just want to get it done, every single person going through that place is watching you, making sure that you're doing it quick enough because they don't want to wait there. And you're like, it just it would be a nightmare to do that. But so I sit down on the ground, on the, on the uh, ground to uh, wait for my test. And, you know, the chick, like, she goes like, oh, okay, so what's your number? And then she's like, I just sent you a confirmation thing to your phone number. So just fill that out. And then she was kind of, she was kind of vague, but the feeling I got was like, when it's your turn, you know, I think she was kind of in her head just like going, okay, he rocked up then, so I'll do X amount of cars first. She had a system. So I'm sitting there, and this older lady's sitting on her chair, and we're waiting. And then after like 10, 15 minutes, this fucking... I've never felt comfortable calling anyone a Karen before. This lady was a fucking Karen, man. She walks into the tent. She's clearly in a car a bit back in the line. And she's just, she is, she is just so upset. So upset that she's waiting. This is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. She walks up and she goes to us and she goes, don't you think you guys should be behind the last car? And it's like, what? And she's like, don't you think you should be waiting behind the last car? I'm like, we're on foot, man. I'm not going to sit behind a car and then walk for... Like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, I just think that you... I just think... I just think that... Like, she thinks that we're just, like, cutting in line. And the lady running the thing is just like, I... Yeah, I got it. So she's waves her away. I got it. I've, I got, I've got it. It's all good. I've got it. And it's just like, yeah, get the fuck back in your car, you fucking stupid cunt. Like... It's, this is not for you. We're all in a bad mood waiting to get tested and you getting out of your car and trying to be fucking king of the line right now is not going to help and it's not going to make you feel better. I just It's like this, the, chi- what, the childishness, the thing that is annoying me is it's like you're making your feelings everyone's problem now. Like this is not about... I mean, it is about not wanting to, like, have someone cut in line. But, like, there's a system, you know? There's a tent set up. If you think for one fucking second, you would understand that people on foot aren't going to stand behind your car in the sun with no air con and walk behind your car. That's a stupid idea. Oh, yeah, that really... I think, hey, maybe I'm in a bad mood. Maybe, maybe I'm in a bad mood because my... Fucking microphone isn't working. That's it's so annoying. Why isn't my microphone working? Wasn't my microphone working? <laughs> I'm in Adelaide, so <laughs> my my uh, you know Greek voice is coming out. Is that am I allowed to do that? Am I allowed to do Greek voice? 
Oi, Helen, why isn't my Greek voice? Why isn't my microphone working? Oi, Rare, why is the microphone broken? What did you fucking do to it? <laughs> I'm looking at the fucking wave, the the like sound line. Is it what is it? What it's called? A wave, a the line, the sound line. I'm looking at the sound line on um, on GarageBand here, and I'm just very aware that I'm yelling a lot. It's clipping. I don't know. I just I don't know how good this is going to sound. I think what I'm going to do afterwards is go to JB Hi-Fi and buy an XLR cable and uh, like a USB converter to XLR, and then just add that to my traveling sound kit. Yeah. So that was annoying. That, that lady. Oh, how do you guys feel about the fact that I just called her a fucking cunt? Is that all G? <laughs> you don't really know what words you're allowed to call a woman, isn't it? Like, I mean, there's some that you certainly can't. And then there's some that you certainly can. Like, Buster. Hey, Buster. <laughs> Listen up there, pipsqueak. <laughs> I got a thing or two to say to you, Hans, hey? <laughs> pipsqueak is good. Oh, man, I'm going to call someone a pipsqueak this week. <laughs> pipsqueak. Where does that come from? Okay, Google. Etymology, pipsqueak. Here's a result from the web. What? It just says learn English. I already fucking learneth English. Thank you very much. Etymology. Pipsqueak. What do we got here? Early 20th century symbolic and imitative. Symbolic and imitative. Pipsqueak is an echoic word. Imitates a sound. Ooh. Pipsqueak seems to have first appeared in the 1890s. Comes with the words... Pip, which refers to a small thing, and squeak, a word which signifies the sound that a small bird or animal makes under duress. <laughs> That's a funny way to define a squeak, isn't it? Under duress, to me, that was... I'm just imagining having a tiny bird and just squeezing it in your hand. Squeak! Squeak! Ha <laughs> ha, you little fucking pip squeak. Man, so that was what they used to call people in the 1890s. Before World War One. You're like, hey man, you're going to war? No, I'm not going to go to war. Well, you are a pip squeak. You, sir, are a pip squeak. <laughs> so, got tested on Saturday. Got tested on Saturday morning in um, preparation. Uh, not preparation. What's the word I'm looking for? In. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, fuck, when you look for what's when you look forward to something? Maybe this podcast is about words. The Words Podcast with Aiden Jones. G'day, everyone, and welcome to Words with Aiden. Squeak. <laughs> anticipation. I got it. I got tested in anticipation. I got tested in anticipation of flying on, uh, on Sunday evening, so... Yeah, you got that because you got to you got to fucking test seventy two hours before you fly, or you got to get the result seventy two hours before. 
So I did that, and that was like 36 hours before, and then I just went about my merry business. <sighs> and then by the time I went to fly, I still hadn't had my test results back, and I was like, well, that's a problem because they're going to check me at the border. And my mate told me that you can go to the international airport terminal and get a fucking test and pay $90 to um, to get tested and get it back in like 90 minutes. So it was $89 and you get the test back in 90 minutes, like a PCR test. and Yeah, so I went and did that. I didn't have my test back from Saturday. I mean, normally they come back in 24 hours, but I hadn't had it back yet. I had another results back. Uh, so I went and got tested. And I, by the way, still... <sighs> I still haven't had my fucking results back from that test. I wonder how that lady's doing now. Oh, if she was pissed. <laughs> if she was pissed about waiting in her car for an hour to get tested, how pissed is she that they still haven't come back. It's Tuesday morning. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, 72 hours. Oh, brother. <laughs> Fuck, I hope hers come, haven't come back yet either. Suck shit. Yeah, so I went and got... You know what? Me and her are kind of the same, actually, because I fucking... I, you know, the only reason that I wasn't the first to snap in that situation is because she was there, like, because she was coming and then, like, being aggressive to me and my way to beat her is to pretend like I'm all fine. Isn't that so funny? Like, she comes and she's like, and now I feel attacked, so I want to be aggressive back to her. Like, I want to hurt her feelings the way she's hurting mine with her emotions. And the way to hurt her feelings is to pretend like I'm all fine with waiting, you know, and inside I'm totally not fine with it, actually. I'm closer to her than I am to the person I'm pretending to be. <laughs> but, uh, but, but you know, I've been hurt by her attack, so I'm like, hey, man, chill out. <laughs> Just calm down. <laughs> oh, God. So, um, but, yeah, I haven't got my test back. I go, I go and get the rapid PCR test from the airport before I let, like, like I was hanging out with my mate and I thought I still had a bit of time, but then we figured out I needed to go do that. And I was like, fuck, I better leave right now. So I went to the airport, got the rapid test, <sighs> got the negative and, uh, got the negative pretty much as we were getting on the flight and then landed and then I'm such a dumbass. I landed and I was like, all right, time to go home. Landed at like 10.30 or whatever, 9.30 or something. And as I'm walking out the airport, there's a huge line of people. And uh, I'm just like, what's this line? Do I need to do this? Is this like the line to where they like check your entry shit? Because that was the thing. When I landed... I didn't have the SA government app and the reception was being weird in the terminal. So like I downloaded the app and then, you know, that you give them your phone number and then they send you like a test call and, uh, it just wasn't coming. And I went to the chick and I was like, Hey man, this isn't working. I can't get the, like, I can't get the code. That's it. They'd send you, they like text you a code and then you type the code in. And I was like, I can't get the code. And she was like, yeah, we'll try it on. The oh, it's not working. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't work. Ah, oh, you're all good, man. 
Like that was it. I didn't have to check in. I didn't have to do anything. I just, she was just like, yeah, go through. So like they didn't check that I'd been tested. They didn't check that I had a right. Like they didn't even check that I'd like, you know, what's the, like they didn't check that I'd like got permission to enter the SA. They didn't check anything. They just, she was just like, yeah, you're all good. She was like, yeah, do it when you're outside. And then, oh, and then the fur. I'm still, still struggling to grasp at some rage that's going to make me feel better. Yeah, I just feel so impotent in the face of all of this. Because it's like, you want to do the right thing. But after a while, you're just like, I don't care. I just want to fucking go home. Um, so yeah, I'm walking outside and there's a big line snaking around. And I, for a second, I was like, yeah, maybe that's the line to like, where they actually check that you're not coming from a fucking hotspot. I don't, like, I could have got on the fucking plane if I had COVID. Do you understand? Like, there were really no checks at all. No one checked my temperature, which I guess that's not a thing anymore. They don't really do that. No. Remember when they used to check your temperatures? No one's checking temperatures anymore. That went the way of 2020. You used to get your fucking temperature. They used to put a, a fucking laser gun on your forehead um, to see what temperature you were at. This is why I don't have a lot of fucking patience for any of these, like, you know, heavy-handed measures before you go into places. It's just like everywhere does different shit. And if everywhere does different shit, and it's not like some places do like slightly less and then there's more and increasing levels. Like it's not like every place does a certain thing, but then some places do extra things. Some places do stuff and some places just don't do stuff. Like some places you got to wear masks. Some places, no, everywhere you have to wear masks. But like some places just like still take care. Like when we went into Marvel Stadium at work, they fucking took our temperatures and it's just like, nowhere else does this. So I don't believe that this is good, but you just are still doing it because you don't fucking know. Everyone just wants a semblance of control and everyone feels like they're out of control. I'm, I'm angry again. I've gotten angry again here. And the thing about getting angry, here's the thing about getting angry is that when I get angry, I start to feel like I have to make a point because being angry is like assuming some sort of authority like, if you're angry, you know what's going on. That's why I shouldn't be getting angry, because I don't fucking know anything about any of this. <laughs> I don't know what works. I don't know why they take a temperature. I don't know why they've stopped. I don't know any of that. <laughs> All I know is I had to wait for a fucking hour to get tested in Sydney and my tested. There was a line snaking through the thing at the airport. And I just went up to some guy. I was like, oh, what's this line for? He was like, oh, it's a line to get COVID tested. And I was just like, well, sweet. I'm not doing that. <laughs> and I just went home completely ignoring the fact that you have to get a test within 24 hours of landing. Oh, you know what else I have to do? I have to tell the SA fucking app that I don't have any symptoms. All right, let's do that now. Let's do that on the podcast. Symptom check. Do you have any COVID-19 symptoms? 
Fever, no. Cough, no. Shortness of breath, no. Sore throat, no. Runny nose, no. Loss of smell, no. Loss of taste, no. Diarrhea and vomiting. Can I put yes? Nah, don't put yes. Headache, no. Muscle aches, no. Or, I have no COVID-19 symptoms. Submit. You have submitted your daily symptom check. Great. That's it. You have to do that on this app every day before 11am. And uh, and then I looked at the FAQs and it's like, what happens if you don't do it by 11am? And they're like, do it as soon as possible. <laughs> Imagine if you didn't do it at 11am and 11.01, the, fu- the fucking feds come and knock your door down. But here's how I know they're not going to do that is because it took me four. So I got tested yesterday. It took me four fucking hours to get tested. I went to the first place. I went to the uh, the hospital and that was a walk-in and there was a line snaking, snaking around this whole fucking thing. I thought for a second I was like at the edge of the tent. There was like a line going through this tent and I just stood at the back of that and no one said anything. And then a lady came around and was like, did everyone line up for the full thing? And I looked back and I was like, oh, fuck. And there was just like a huge line snaking around the edge of this building. They'd put everyone in the shade at least, but like, yeah. And I was just like, oh, I didn't do that. I For a second, I really wanted to just pretend I didn't hear and be like, what? 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 Did everyone what? I'm just lining up to get a COVID test. <laughs> but I couldn't do it. I The people around me, there's no way they would, um, yeah. So I fucking went back and I went to line up and then I just looked around. I looked at the, like, I didn't bring it. There there was no water. There was some portaloos there, which was good, but there was no water fountain. Like, and I didn't bring water, you know, and I had like some fucking two rounds, two rounds of toast, two rounds of toast for breakfast. And I was just like, there's no way, man. If I have to line up here for three hours, I'm fucked. So I left and I just went and hired a car and I went and uh, lined up. I got a car, like I got a car next door and, um, and then I went and got my laptop, which was on full charge. And I was like, I'm going to play some fucking civilization six. So I got my laptop, got a few beers, got non-alcoholic beers, by the way. I'm not, you know, whatever. Um, got some snacks, went to the servo, got a big thing of water and then jumped in the line and waited four hours. Like I played Civ until my phone, until my laptop died. And then I read my book. I was listening to the cricket. It was actually lovely. Oh, nice time. Once I gave myself over to the fact that, yes, I am going to be sitting here waiting and lining up for four hours. It was fine. But then this is what I was talking about right at the start of the pod. Like it's... My mom just sent me a fucking story where they're like South Australian government considering calling up federal police to help with testing due to long testing wait times. And it's like, what do you fucking mean considering? You're considering. It's the 21st of December. Oh, you're considering, are you? Christmas is in four days and you told everyone that they had to get tested and all these people are coming home for fucking Christmas and now you're suddenly surprised at the four-hour wait times for people to get tested. It just, it just fucking beggars belief, doesn't it? 
These fucking cunts. <laughs> God, I'm so angry. It's something about coming back to Adelaide, man. Every time I come back to this city, and maybe it's not Adelaide, maybe it's just Christmas. Because I only come back to Adelaide at Christmas and fringe time. And fringe time, I don't feel... I should probably check old podcasts maybe to see how I feel when I come back for the fringe. But every time I come back for Christmas, I just fucking... (laughs) I just yell and swear and, (laughs) and like, I rush around and I get trams and I'm late and I end up just going, this fucking bullshit cunt fucking city. And it's like, is it the city, Aiden, or is it you? (laughs) I'm so ready to throw Adelaide under the bus as a city. I'm so ready to just blame Adelaide for my shitty mood in the same way that that lady in Sydney, that fucking cunt, that doesn't feel nice. In the same way that that angry woman was just ready to blame me and the other walk-in lady for her bad mood. She's going to come up and scream at us and go... Don't you think you should be waiting behind the other cars? Don't you think you should be waiting? That's me with Adelaide. Don't you think, Adelaide, don't you think that I shouldn't have to sit and wait in a line, do you think? I don't know why I'm upset because I'm actually, I've had a really nice week. The week I had in Sydney was lovely. I was very relaxed the whole time. Hanging out with my friends. I feel like I've started to unwind a little bit. I'm really, I, I don't know that I'm that successful yet in, um, in like unwinding and, you know, not being so manic, but I feel like I'm kind of on my way there. Like yesterday, I just, cause every time I come home for Christmas, my mom's not here this time in the house. I'm in the house by myself, which is nice to be in the house by myself, but I also kind of miss my mom. And, and I miss hanging out with her because normally she's like in the house and, and when we're in the house together, you know, we just spend time together. We don't like really plan things to do. We just kind of sit in the lounge room and chat and whatever and it's really nice. And uh, I also though, I was thinking last night, like normally when I come home, I'm so like, I just am running all over the place trying to do, you know, like I've got to see this person and that person, I'm doing this and I just, I'm always in a rush. And yesterday I felt like I wasn't really in a big rush. Like I waited for four hours for that thing, but that was kind of the only plan that I had all day. So I did that and then I came back and I like dropped all the stuff that I had, like all of my fun supplies from the car, dropped them back at the house and then I went shopping and got, did like a big shop for the week, you know, and, um, Got my brother and his girlfriend some gifts. Because <sighs> they just moved in together. So I got them some gifts, like a nice uh, a nice ficus elastica as a housewarming gift and, uh, and some flowers um, and showered. And I just didn't feel rushed. It was really good. And I remember walking around the house and just being like, man, you know, I just feel like I'm a lot calmer this time than I have been previously and if only my mum was here to see that because she always makes fun of me for like racing around and stuff 
I don't know that I was completely calm. I was still a little bit rushed, but I would love to just come back one year after my whole life. Every year I come back and I'm just like, oh, oh, oh I got to do this. I got to go. I got to go. I'd love to just come back one year and be a completely different person and just be like, oh, hey, yeah, don't worry. Like the guy from like the headspace guy. Yeah, just uh, just put your bags down and then calmly <laughs> take a walk into the shower and slam your head through the glass because you had to wait for four hours to get tested and your test results still aren't back. That's another thing about Adelaide is I don't really know what the rules are. But like I looked up, I looked up, let, let me pull up this email. This, I think this is so dumb. Where is it? Entry check. Um, be able to produce evidence of a negative COVID test. Did that. Here, you must submit to a COVID test PCR within 24 hours of arrival in SA and quarantine until test taken. So you've got to quarantine until you have the test. And then once you have the test, you don't quarantine anymore, I guess. You know? So that's what I've, you know, I've had the test. I haven't got the results back yet. But I've had the test, so I'm not quarantining anymore. It just that just seems dumb. Don't get me wrong, I'm following it to the letter of the law. I don't want to have to quarantine. I got a negative test in Sydney. I paid ninety fucking dollars for it. Mm. Oh, whatever. Whatever. It's Christmas. I'm going up to see my grandparents on the weekend on Saturday. I'm going I'm seeing my other grandparents today at lunchtime. I'm going to the beach with a mate tonight. I'm going to fucking, you know, do a bunch of other shit. I'm going up to the hills to see a mate on Thursday. It's all good. The piano at my mum's house needs a tune. That'd be nice. It's really out of tune, but I've been playing. And I don't know. I feel a little bit like... I do feel, without my mum being here, I do feel a little bit like, why am I here again, you know? Like, it just doesn't feel quite the same without my mum here at her house, and I, I miss her, and that makes me feel, like, a little bit lonely, like Christmas has just kind of dissipated, you know? Um, but that's fine. She's travelling with her, with her partner, and they're having a lovely time. Um, she's telling me about all the stuff they're doing every day and I'm very happy for her actually because she's been looking forward to this trip for a long time and that's what happens sometimes as you grow up is uh, things change is that what I, I don't want to say that at all oh my god what a useless pathetic platitude and guys that's what happens when you grow up is things change ugh yuck <sighs> anyway I don't know it's Christmas time man I think, yeah, I think maybe it's just that I've always had a very small family and Christmas has always felt like I I wish there were more people in my family to just be around at Christmas time. But, I mean, I do love my family at Christmas, even when it's like... Christmas is... I When I was younger, 
I never really understood the importance of Christmas. And I used to always just try and go be with my mates and have parties and stuff. But Christmas, even when you're young, Christmas is the one time that even like a 20-year-old will go be with their family, you know? And if like people who aren't with their family, they're either like far away from home or they have like a bad relationship with their family. And um, that's tough. You just got to be with someone on Christmas. That's the whole point of it is you just got to be around people you love. And, um, yeah, when I was young, I, fe- I spent a few Christmases alone because I, I guess I was like, what was I doing? I was trying to, trying to party, trying to do stuff and organize things with people. Um, I think that's part of me being like quite avoidant and not really knowing how to like love people and be loved by people, you know, to like accept love and give it. Um, cause I had, I had my family who were there and like ready for me to like, you know, like they love me and they wanted me to be there, but I was like, no, fuck that. I'm going to hang out with my mates. But then all of my mates would go and be with their families on Christmas. So I'd just be by myself. And, um, what am I trying to say? I guess that it was like, I, I, I didn't feel comfortable being around my family, but the people that I wanted to be around that I felt comfortable around, they wanted to be with their families and just left me by myself. And it just made me, it, yeah, it made me think like that Christmas is for your family. And uh, even if it doesn't feel quite like the comfortable thing, um, the years after I was always sure to make, like to be spending Christmas with my family. That's what I'm doing this year. I'm going and spending Christmas with um with my grandparents, um, which will actually, I'm actually really looking forward to because I never go and see them just by myself. So I'm going to go do that, spend the day with them. Um, I don't know. It's just a weird time, isn't it? I don't like to be, I don't want to be alone on Christmas. And, uh, I'm not sad. It feels like I'm sad right now, doesn't it? Because I'm being quiet. But I'm not sad. I feel... I guess I... Oh, nah. I guess I just, like... I just want... Oh, you know what? I've been thinking about New Year's, actually. I've been thinking about New Year's. And what I'm going to do on New Year's. Because last year for New Year's... I, um, I like, I guess it was a shit New Year's because I had this idea in my head of what I wanted to do, um, where I was like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to be around, you know, like all of my friends, like the, like comedians and stuff, people that I've been friends with for a long time, but it didn't, I think I knew kind of deep inside me that that wasn't what I actually wanted to do but I just kind of want I wanted to want to do that you know whereas last year what I actually wanted to do was to be with my ex who was my girlfriend at the time and I had this idea that maybe me and her could just go and do MDMA on a hill somewhere and um, that would have been perfect just me and her but I didn't do that because I 
wanted to do this other thing. I had this other idea of like what the perfect New Year's would be in my head, you know? And so I didn't listen to what I actually wanted. And we had a fight. It was pretty shit. The party was pretty shit and whatever. But she went with me to do it. And uh, we're not together now. And I was thinking this year that I, uh, I might go like and do something by myself because that just feels fitting. And Christmas isn't the time to do something by yourself, you know. I'm going to go visit my grandparents, and that's going to be great. But maybe on New Year's, I'll end up doing something by myself. You know, the best New Year's I ever had was in 2016, 2016-17. I just kind of made this resolution by myself where, like, I don't know where I'm going to be on New Year's, but I just I know that even if I'm by myself, I'm going to be happy. And that freedom and knowing that I had that and that knowing that I didn't need to get to anywhere or be anywhere meant that I had the best fucking New Year's that year. That was such a fun New Year's. I, like, I went to four different parties. We were dancing all night. It was awesome. And uh, I've been thinking about that again this year. And maybe the reason that was so good wasn't because I was by myself. It was because I accepted that wherever I'm going to be and whatever happens, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to be happy. So maybe that would be a good mindset for me to try and get back to this year. Whatever happens and wherever I'm at, I'm just going to enjoy it. Whether I'm fucking sitting for four hours in a car that I don't own, that I'm paying money for to get a test that I'm not going to see the results of, or whether I'm being yelled at by some woman in Sydney, (laughs) or whether I'm with my grandparents on Christmas Day in Victor Harbour uh, as I raise my voice to unreasonable levels so that my grandpa can hear me say, Nice tomatoes! I'm going to be happy and it's all going to be good. That feels like a pretty satisfying ending, doesn't it? Thank you guys so much for listening. The picture for this week. What's the picture for this week? What is the picture for this week? What is the picture for this week on the podcast? Oh, that's the marriage song, isn't it? Um, what is the picture this week on the podcast? It's me wearing a hat in Sydney last week that I put on Instagram and I got lots of votes on whether the hat was good. And I think the hat was good, but also people just like engaging in a vote on Instagram. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. <laughs> if you've liked it, give us a, give us some stars on iTunes. Tell some friends about it. Also, oh my God, actually, the special is coming out this week. I think it's almost done. I think we've just got the last... I think we've got the last fucking edit done. I reckon I'm going to pull the trigger and say, yeah, let's do it, and, and we're going to be all good. I might give the editor one more call, but I reckon that's it, so... That should be on YouTube before Christmas, I reckon. Anyway, sorry about the sound this week, guys. Thank you for listening. And this has been Aiden Jones sitting under a tree. Merry Christmas and peace.